I'm going to either win 388 games or I'm going to win 389. It's either one of them throw me over the hump or nothing. Unless, unless something happens to Joe today. Anything happened to Joe today? Step by step. We told our boys you gotta crawl before you can walk and you gotta walk before you can run. We can't just start running immediately. I've never seen anybody that lived in Tallahassee that didn't love Tallahassee. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Tribeholics. It's been um a little bit because we were both busy last week. And this one's a little more depressing because we woke up on Sunday as unranked losers. So that's always fun. So let's get it started. What are, what are we drinking on today, fellas or fella? Yeah. Um, so last week uh, we kind of had to uh, cancel the show. I live in Tampa. So we had a, uh, a nice hurricane that was supposed to come our way. So I had to evacuate. Um, had, it was super stressful. My car was in the shop. Um, so all kinds of different things going on for me. Wasn't able to make it and Ben had things going on too, but for myself, I am drinking boxed wine tonight. A nice oh, Boda box of, uh, Pinot Grigio for you, uh, wine fans out there. Nice $20, uh, box of wine here. So go and get you some. I'm drinking jack shit cause I ran out of good beer and I don't really want a singular bush light. But you could have still drank, so well, you're, you're just you're just killing the show, dude. You got to prepare. I gotta get games. I've been hitting the gym. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. Drinking does not mean you can't get games at the same time. That's also true. In fact, it's probably good for you. I don't know if that's the case. I think it is. Hmm. Well, I disagree. But actually, I've heard a beer after a good run is good for you. Exactly. Not a lot of beer. A beer is good for you after a run. I did uh, like uh, like a 5K one time, and they had like beer afterwards. So it was pretty cool. But, uh, you know, doesn't hit as quit. Doesn't quite hit as uh, as good as it usually does after a run. So, yeah. All right. Well, there's not really much recruiting to go, going on. You know, we just got a bunch. We had a good bunch of visitors the weight game. Decent lineup for the um, Clemson game. Nothing too crazy. Pressing week, I guess we'll I'll just give you a quick rundown of the correct top 25. Dude, I was thinking about it the other day. It's crazy that we used to let just these losers that run the AP poll just decide national champions. It's like these guys <laughs> like, I was like, these guys are who we're picking. They're pretty, they're pretty fucking guys, terrible. They don't know shit. They're pretty terrible, oh, to be shit. honest with you. I don't I don't know like how, how they rank these guys or what, but it's uh not the best in my opinion. Yeah, it's not great. So number one. Ohio State, I'm going. I'm going out of the box here. They look good. They look complete. The defense is better, and I don't like Alabama. Two Georgia. They looked kind of mid against Missouri, but it's also only one week, so I don't really care. Alabama. I mean, kind of self-explanatory. They're Alabama. Four USC. Respect my fantasy wide receiver Jordan Addison. He's him. Michigan five. That'll move soon. Once they lose, I get to drop them really far. Because I don't think they're all that. Clemson at six. Self-explanatory. 
Tennessee at seven. I feel like I could move them up to like five, maybe four. They look good. They're a good team. Eight, Oklahoma State. Respect the Pokes. They're a legit playoff team. They're probably going to coast through the Big 12, but they always lose that one game they shouldn't, which kind of holds them back, which sucks because i got some friends out in Stillwater, so I always root for them. Nine, Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin. He's a wagon. They're coming. Isn't that where they have them in the AP too? Somewhere around there. I think they're – I know they're top ten. Oh, damn. Judge just hit his 700th or 62nd home run, so now we don't have to watch all that shit. You don't shows. have to watch it anymore. <laughs> you don't have to fucking watch that anymore. It's, That's great. You see TCU, they're tweeting out. They tweeted out, who's going to hit 62 first, us or Aaron Judge? Yeah, during their game uh, last weekend. Yeah, they smothered them. I love it. Fuck them. Yeah, that was great. That was great. I loved it. I got Kentucky at 10. I gave them respect for going on the road and covering mainly because it was one of my parlays. 11, Oregon. I miss Bo Nix. I never thought I'd say it, but damn. Bo Nix would make the <laughs> team possible. It's depressing. Oh, 12, Wake Forest. Fuck Dave Clawson. 13, NC State. They're going to drop because we're kicking that ass this week. 14, by default, Penn State. I mean, there's no one that could really put above them. I finally have to respect them a little bit. It makes me sad. Uh, Kansas at 15. They are them. I thought they were going to get smoked by Iowa State, but they are them. Kansas is good. I I genuinely hope they win out. I want them to win it all. Well, they're not bad, so. 16, TCU. Horny Toads, they're coming. Good team, good hire. Defense worries me. It'll be a good weekend or a good matchup. I hate how it's 11 a.m., but it'll be a good, fun one. I'm not betting on it because yeah. there's too much. Probably a good one to stay away from. Yeah. 17, BYU. They're gonna, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They're just kind of there. Eighteen, Baylor. They kind of got waxed at home. They could probably be lower. Nineteen, UCLA. Washington lost me money, so that was a spiteful one for me. Kansas State, twenty. FSU, twenty-one. I mean, I don't know why we dropped out of the poll for losing to a good team at home, being four and one, but. Well- Especially with all the other losses that happened from like 15 to 25. So it's pretty shocking. Mm, is what it is. We'll be back in there next week. Yeah. Went to Utah. I kind of had to put them up there because all the other shit that happened. So it might be controversial. Got 23 LSU. I only lost us to a good FSU team, you know, by one point. I'll give it to them. Mm-hmm. And then I also have a ranked win by me, 24 Mississippi State. And then Cincinnati fell because I didn't really play anyone, but they're not 25. So that's the correct top 25. If you disagree, you're wrong. Because <laughs> I know ball and y'all don't. Now on to the most depressing. Ben knows ball. Ben knows ball. I do know ball. I do. I went to it. I went I kind of was depressed during this game, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it was a hard one to watch. Um, you know, we come out first drive of the game, go down the field, score. Um, you had a lot of hope, you know, just keep the Keep your foot on the on the pedal there. Keep the gas flowing through the through the vehicle that is Florida State football on that offensive side of the ball, but um, didn't quite take off the way we thought it was going to. And then uh, I don't know. Let's just start there, I guess. Let's just start on the offensive side of the ball, because defense is its own talk. Because then you got to talk about the mesh with with freaking Wake Forest. Oh, line got their ass kicked. That was the most depressing part to me. I know it hurt, but it was like they. Wake Forest does not have the athletes to be bullying us on the other line like that. We just, I don't know. The the Travis fumble hurt. We weren't really getting any push. We couldn't establish the run game even with the pass game being good. Mm-hmm. 
was kind of ugly. It was like it was just one of those games. It was like it was an uncharacteristic game, I think, on the offense. Because like we have blocked better D lines, even like even when we were healthy. Like I still think like we block the way we block the LSU D line shows that we just had a bad game blocking, especially with the penalties up front. Like Darius Washington. Yeah, he did not look good, did he? He he did not look good. It kind of looked like he take a step back from where he kind of was at the beginning of the season. I don't think he's bad. I think it's just a bad game. So you know, I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's not that he's just bad, but he looked bad. It looked it looked very bad. Um, I mean, that's college football, though. You know, sometimes you just don't play well. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have those days, right? So, I mean, it's going to happen, and the offense wasn't clicking like it was. Uh, I mean, bright spots are Micah Pittman. I mean, it's our, what, our fifth game in a row now that we've had a leading, a different leading wide receiver. So, I mean, the wide receiver room's turned around. Wide receiver room looks good. Um, I I want more out of the running backs. Um, Didn't quite, you know – get a whole lot until probably late in the game um, when it doesn't really matter. And yeah. I mean, I saw Wake running a lot of, a lot of just three down guys um, and then, and then bring in others outside of that. So that should have opened up holes, but I guess that it, it really just came down to the offensive line and how they were able to play. And they just didn't play up to, you know, not only their standards, but Alec, the way Alex Atkins standard, his standards form as well. So it just overall offense. I mean, it was able to produce points, which is, which was okay, but not not to the standard that we have expected up to this point in the season. Yeah, I mean there are a lot of moving parts too. You know, I've got a lot of guys got family down in Florida, so I'm probably thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I guess not. I'm not even making excuses at this point. You know, just sometimes you play bad, so I'm not really gonna be worried about one game after four games, right? Of- Which I think kind of encapsulates the game in, in its entirety, right? Like it's one bad game. We're four and one. If you would have told me coming into this game, like or at the beginning of the season that five games into the season four state would be four and one. I would have been extremely, I would have been extremely happy um, because I definitely didn't have that record coming in. So like that, that alone, that alone, you can't overreact. You had us at five and no, I've got the record. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's my bad, my bad. But most, most fans probably wouldn't have had, you know, most most people had us at three and two or two and three, maybe four and one if we played well. Right. I'm not really, I'm not sweating it. We're, I was excited the way the offense kept fighting. You know, we had every opportunity to make that game 42-7, 42-10. Just get absolutely smoked, but we stepped mm-hmm. up and kept playing. So it shows a lot about the culture. Yeah, I mean, when it was down, we were down, what, 28-7 at one point? Is that what it was or yeah. something, something like that? After the I, was like, I was like, well, here we go again. You know, much like last year, we were just absolutely getting blown out of water, and uh, they fought. So I mean, you you can't really uh, hold hold a man down for fighting. So mm-hmm. I think we will respond well. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Talk about the defensive side of the ball real quick. I was just gonna say real quick. Ryan Fitzgerald is a loser. He needs to go <laughs> get a nine to five, like a normal college student or someone his age. So does Sam Hartman. He's like 34. Go get an office job. Uh. Just graduate. But Ryan Fitzgerald. You are a waste of a scholarship. I know you're not listening to this, but you are a waste of a scholarship, and you bring this team down, and I don't like you. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to go that far. I mean, the kids – I genuinely root for kid. him to miss now just because I want him to feel bad because I don't like him that much. I mean, like, he's I, a good kid, dude. Like, he, he's a nice guy um, from what I've I don't, heard. I don't, care if, really he's, I don't care if he's – I don't care if he's like an ex-felon if he's making kicks. I don't care how good of a person he is. He's not, <laughs> he's not making kicks, dude. He, he has one job, and he's not making kicks. I don't care. I don't like it. Um, but dude, it's rough. Uh, we've kind of been harping on it since last season, even, and then we've kind of harped on it even more 
already through four games leading up to this game. And then it just kind of put the nail in the coffin for me, right? You, you know, oh, I've, you been, miss, I've, been on, I've been off it. You miss a chip shot, 29 yard field goal. I make that um, field goal. And I'm not exactly. Awful. And then the you, I mean, it, I think the most, not surprising, but the, the biggest thing that I see with, with Fitzgerald is, is follow, his follow through. Whenever you're kicking a field goal, most kickers' legs are straight and follow through with, with their kick, and their legs are, like, straight, like like a straight his is, line. And yeah. his is bent. His leg is bent, so he's not even following through on his kick, which is probably prohibiting it from having any accuracy whatsoever. So yeah, I'm, I'm very not, confident that if you put one of us out there, we make that field goal. I just don't understand because last week he it was re- recorded that he made every single one of his field goals in practice. And then you come out here and you whiff on a 29-yarder, which anybody could have probably hit. And then, I mean, you also miss like, what, a 40, 50-yarder or something else like that, um, which didn't help him him at all. So um, you kind of saw this kind of boiling over to the point where Mike didn't even fucking kick a field goal after we scored a touchdown because he's like, who the hell knows? Like, we got <laughs> like, it's probably going to miss it, so... Yeah. Um, ended up going for two and, you know, uh, it's just get it together. But I don't know if, I don't even know the guy's name behind him. Um, I don't know if he's any better than Fitzgerald, but, um, apparently Mike was out at practice at practice today and he was kneeling, like kneeling right next to the kickers, watching them kick field goals. So, uh, good thing is, is Mike is putting a little pressure on, on, uh, Fitz there to, you know, produce, or he's going to have his job taken. So um, if you, if you are a student and you are on campus and you see Fitz, let him know he's a loser. Let him know he sucks. Let him hear it. Tell him Ben Stan said it. Don't know what that means. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. But yeah, hopefully that improves. We can only hope, but the thing is, uh, I don't think Fitz has necessarily lost us a game yet. So it, he's just been bad. He hasn't necessarily lost us a game. So it's coming. One, if, there, if there's one positive to take out of it is that yes, he's bad. But he hasn't cost us a game. I agree with that. I guess, yeah, that's all I got on Fitz before. I just say things that I shouldn't say on air. <laughs> I, got, I think I got it all out, though. There you go. There you go. But um, um, defense, they did yeah, their job. They, they did enough to win. I would say they did their job. They did enough to win. Lowest uh, points total for Wake all year. Yeah, held them to 10 points in the second half, you know. Healthy defense. Good. And we, I think we win that game with Lovett and Varys 100%. We probably win. That's the thing. Like, we had so many injuries. We definitely didn't play up to our defensive capabilities, in my opinion, even though we did play a decent game. Um, but even with the injuries, even with us not playing up to the level that we usually do play on the defensive side of the ball, we still held Wake Forest to their lowest output of the season. And that's accounting for them already playing Clemson, who also has a great defense as well. And that game went into like what the sixties or something like that. So forty five. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. Forty five, forty eight. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, um, that's that's good news. Uh, the bad news is the injuries. Um, you, you hate to see it. Hopefully, Love it can get healthy soon. Um, we're really missing him on that interior uh, defensive line. And then obviously, Verse, we saw him come back. Had a very limited snap count, only got 23 snaps, but was able to produce in that. I think he had three tackles for loss and a sack um, in just those 23 snaps. So he is very valuable, you know, to the success of our defense. And hopefully, 
you know, this upcoming week. Uh, I mean, he played 23 snaps, so maybe double that this upcoming week here against NC State. And I heard then he's a full go at practice today. Yeah, which is good, but they still might want to limit him in an in, in-game situation. So um, if you double his snap count from last week, get him somewhere around 50 snaps um, this upcoming week, which is, which is probably about is more than, you know, half of the snaps that you're going to take in a game. Um, so that would bode well. And then if he comes out of that healthy, have him be a full go versus Clemson because we are definitely going to need him in that game. So I, I think that's probably the smartest way to go about it. Now, if that's what's going to happen or not, I don't know. Um, it just it kind of depends on how he feels. He still looked like he was kind of limping a little bit to me um, when, when watching the game and, and him playing, but um, he's probably sitting probably somewhere between 70 and 80% health right now. Um, so you don't really want to push it and, you know, hurt the guy even more, but definitely need those two guys to be healthy. Um, I saw a couple of our DBs get exposed um, against Wake Forest. They do have good wide receivers, um, but well, most of the problems that we were having, um, was pretty much stopping the run game. They were they were just running all over um, us on first down, second down, getting re- really whatever they wanted. Um, and it's all because of the type of offense they run, right? They run this mash RPO type offense where the quarterback and the running back literally walk forward and move forward with the offensive lineman until the last second. And then he, he, Sam Hartman can make that decision on whether he's going to pull it and throw it or if he's just going to hand the ball off. So um, it's a very difficult offense to play against and i absolutely hate watching it it just drives me up a fucking wall um but they run it you know to perfection pretty much all the time dave clausen has perfected that there at at wake forest so you got to give them props for running an offense that that works against you know fbs level talent on the defense side of the ball especially guys who are more talented than you so um i guess the game could have kind of changed there you know late when uh greedy vance kind of got mossed you know that that was a, a big a big letdown uh with with greedy getting mossed he had a pick right in his hands and that was depressing the guy just took it because that could have changed the whole game right it would have given us a shot spot it down or something it would have given us a shot to you know go down the field and tie the game ultimately is what is what could have happened but it didn't um there's going to need to be improvement there you saw az get a little bit more run um this past game so that's good to see a, a true freshman getting some run there too so um i expect it to be much more improved but we'll talk about that here in a minute but what were your thoughts on on the defensive side of the ball um against wake it did enough the soft zone shit on third down and short it's gotta stop pisses me off right it leaves leaving the sticks open right like that's that's a big thing like why are we leaving the first down marker open on every single third down like nice. why is nobody watching you know the line to game and that has bothered me it always has bothered me since fuller's been here because he always plays that soft defense you know let him get something but ben don't break type deal and there's got to be a good mixture somewhere there's got to be a balance to be found um between that because you can't just keep allowing teams to get first down after first down first down and then just hoping for like a red zone stop or something like that yeah i didn't i I think we did a really bad job just getting off the field too they had way too many long methodical 14 15 play drives a drain clock that's also on the offense too the offense went three not too much but the defense didn't make enough plays to get off the field but you know the game defense made enough plays to win the game offense didn't it wasn't really a problem we thought we'd have against wake but you know it is what it is um, we weren't going undefeated. We knew that no matter how hopeful we were, mm-hmm. we were going to lose at some point, And I'm very interested to see how we respond. I, I think we'll respond well. I'm willing to get exposed on the fact that 
we should respond really well next week. So I guess that's a good segue into our NC State preview. Yeah, and thank God we do not have to play that little mesh again. We play a traditional offense with a mediocre quarterback and no weapon except Thompson in the slot, and I'm excited. So, yeah, um, I mean, just looking at it from a standpoint, um, NC State is ranked 14 in the nation. Probably a little too high, in my opinion. They haven't really shown a whole lot of flash. They did play semi-decent last week against Clemson until Clemson ultimately won by double digits by 10. Um, but they're not really something to be you know, scared of. They're not one of those teams that you look at and you're like, damn, this is going to be a tough matchup, even though on paper it, it's going to appear that way. But um, I think we ultimately have the better team on both sides of the football um Devin Leary ha- hasn't been uh he the Dev- I know he hasn't been the Devin he hasn't been the Devin Leary that we saw last year y'all hyped him up and y'all gave more some shit for saying he stinks so more is right that kid stinks he is not good he's probably gonna go for 500 against us after I said that but he's just not good this year no but I mean he, he he's been balling like the past two seasons I mean he, he's no joke like he's he's a good quarterback I just don't know if they have enough around him for him to be successful but um they do score 32 points a game and only give up a little over 15 points a game. So um, it's something to watch. Their defense has been pretty good, but then you look at who they've played and they've played ECU. Um, I don't even know who their next team was, but CHSO, whatever that is, probably an FCS school, Um, Texas tech, excuse me, Texas tech, and then UConn. Um, And then Clemson's been probably their best offense that they face. So, they give up 18 points a game to FBS teams, and that's including that garbage time touchdown against Clemson. Right. They score 18 points, 18 points a game. Right. Well, I mean, they're averaging 32, um, but, you know, they're playing teams that – Yeah. Power 5 is 18. That's what I saw. Yeah. Okay. So, Power 5, 18. So, yeah, you're right. So, that other team is an FCS-level school. So, our schedule up to this point has been ex- much more difficult, and we've gone through a lot more challenges than an NC, NC State has. Um, so I expect that to bode well in our favor. Hopefully we get some of these guys back from injury to make life difficult on Devin Leary. Um, not sure. I haven't watched a whole lot of them, but I mean, their offensive line seemed to hold on pretty well against that uh, Clemson defensive front. So that'll be something to keep an eye on in this game as well, especially if we get some guys back like love it or, and or verse. Uh, so that'll be a big, Big, uh, you know, point to come across come Saturday to see if these guys are, are in fact, going to be able to play the game. Um, looking at their defense, I think they have a couple corners out, um, and then one of their other one of their other DBs got tossed out of the game for targeting um, last week, so they'll be without him for uh, the first half of our game. So that bodes well for our offense. They have yet to face an offense like ours, so I think that is going to work so much in, in our favor that we should be able to get our offense back on track. I see Jordan uh, being a lot more accurate than he was this past game. Uh, he had, he had some, you know, consistency issues with his accuracy there. Um, but our, our wide receivers uh, should be able to abuse them. Uh, I think Wake plays a three, three, five, if, or Wake, excuse me, NC state. I think NC state plays a three, three, five defense. So you're going to have those holes there to run through. It's just all about a matter of being able to, um, to, you know, make sure you're hitting the right gap at the right time and making sure that run block is all shirt up and, and good to go. So if all those things fall in place, I don't see a reason why we can't go into um, NC State and, and come out with a victory. It is a night game, and we are going to NC State. So Florida State fans who have been there before know exactly what they're going to bring. It's going to be 
Fuck shit show. It's gonna it's gonna be a shit show. Um, you know what their fan base is like. They're right up on you. It's really loud. Um, they say some very uh disgusting things to players, fans as well. So um if you're going to the game, just you know, ignore that or whatever. And uh, hopefully the players are able to do that too, because they like I said before, they do play or they do sit right up on you. So they're gonna be right up on the players and saying some things. Yeah, well fuck that fan base, but Oh, it is what it is. It, it, that's, that's really the only thing that worries me. It's a night game at NC State. We never play well there, but we're 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 so due to win at NC State. I feel like we're so due. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I mean, the only thing that worries me is their D line because Wake is getting some pressure with three pretty consistently. Right. But I do think Atkins will coach us up a lot better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, was- he he definitely will. I believe he'll get the guys, you know, right the ship a little bit. It is. I mean it. And another thing is, is you know, that weight game was a 3.30 game, right? And pretty much all of our games this year have been night games, and we tend to play better at night, you know, in those real primetime matchups. So maybe mm-hmm. that'll bode well in our favor too. But uh, I expect Atkins, like you mentioned, to kind of regroup the guys, get them back on track here, um, get them refocused on what the what the end goal yeah. is here for, for everybody. So shouldn't be too hard to move, move the pocket with Jordan a little bit with the 3.35 as well. Yeah, we can do that as long as we give Jordan just be able to move the pocket a little bit as long as he stays healthy, doesn't take too many hits. I feel like the offense shouldn't be too much in a rough spot. I mean, like you said, their secondary is pretty banged up, and there's no real weapons they have on that team. Um, I'm gonna be really depressed if Darren gets a sack. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. I would just this would be too much for me to take. I need a clean sheet with them. Aiden Shirari game winner. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, we got a uh, comment here from Facebook from uh, William saying, fire Fuller. What are your thoughts? Because um, I had mentioned that before on on Fuller. Is that it's kind of that bend, don't break. We're not covering the, the line to gain on, on third downs and giving them easy shots um, to be able to, you know, that's why Wake was able to sustain such long drives, right? Is because they were just dinking and ducking on third and eight, third and third and seven, you know, that type of area and just running a quick in slant. And it's just right there for them open every single time. It's going to be hard to ask your DBs to cover that on every basis and basis out. So you got to play a little bit, you know, man to man, you know, like get up in their grill, push them off of their line whenever they're coming off. So um, what do you think about that? Um is that I don't like something? I don't like the fire fuller comments. I mean, I I got mad and tweeted him during the game, but he always adjusts well. Good good second half adjustments. It's not a great season. I feel bad. like I feel like he makes good adjustments, right? Yeah. Because in the first half, it, you kind of he kind of feel, feels out the game. Um, in the second half, he comes out and the defense plays uh, a hell of a lot better, right? So, um, it's just something that remains to be seen from him to put together that complete game. Is he gonna eventually grasp that or not? I don't know. I know Bud Elliott was talking about about Fuller on on the Nolcast as well, um, saying how he's Mike Norvell might have to start looking elsewhere because Fuller might not be the guy to get the job done here at Florida State. Um, but you know that's Bud's words. That's, that's... Get it done, but I also like it, it, uh, if you could upgrade, you do it. But I don't really know who we upgrade with right now because we're still not a very attractive job. Right. I mean, you still got to prove yourself one way or another. He does and... enough to win. Nine, nine, maybe ten games a year, but we'll never win. We won't win championships with Fuller at the D, at the helm, but he does. Yeah, you need you need a guy who's probably more aggressive minded, and you know is able to utilize his players. 
um, a little bit better. But again, we're still trying to collect those players. So we're still trying to get the right guys in there for the right fit, the right scheme, um, which is why we've been utilizing the portal a lot, guys that are more experienced. Um, so, yeah, I agree. I don't necessarily think the fire full retrains a full go right now, even though I some think continuity is a little bit more important than replacing. Right. You, win, win some games, recruit some guys, and then when the time comes, when you're a good enough team again to upgrade and be a more attractive job, you go get the guy who's better. But he'll get the job done for the next year or two, I think. He'll do yeah. enough. He'll, he'll do enough. Um, it's just hard, dude, because you just watch it over and over again. You're like, come on. Like, it's I mean, the same. We, to be fair, we've seen it for the past 10 years. But Charles Kelly is nothing yeah. new. It was the I, same I was thing. Wrong. I mean, I'm ever wrong. since ever since Pruitt left, it's kind of been that way, right? So it's always kind of been like – we're just going to make sure that we're going to be a good defense that creates turnovers that, you know, plays well down when it comes to the red zone and, and all of that, instead of being an aggressive attacking type defense, like Pruitt used to run when he had what freaking 11 to 13 starters in the NFL on all the defense back in 2013. So um, it's, it's a lot different, but uh, I, for right now it's fine. It, it's going to get the job done, but it'll get you, know, you back as, on the map. Exactly. Yeah. As we move forward, you're going to start getting some more of these these recruits that are going to start paying attention, especially if we're winning, um, that are going to want to come here. Those guys that you can be aggressive with because they can cover way more, you know, field or, or be more aggressive and be able to dissect the play faster than it's supposed to happen. Guys with higher IQs um, when it comes to the game of football. So um, it's a work in progress. Fuller's doing what he can with what he has. Um, it looks like the guys are bought into what he's doing, which has been like a major factor in the past. Um, a lot of the guys weren't bought into Fuller and what he was trying to, you know, yeah. re relay to them. Um, but it seems like that's finally kind of happened here. The guys understand and they, and they trust his defense. Ultimately, if they can yeah. trust his defense and they don't lose that trust, then, then we'll be okay. I want to see right now we're giving up. Basically, whenever teams get inside of our 40, it's an automatic touchdown. We're giving up five points per possession once they cross the 40 for us. I want to see that go down, and I'll be a little bit more confident. But I also think it's because we played the best two offenses we're going to play. Mm -hmm. Because Wake offense definitely is probably the, is the best offense we're going to see all year by a long shot. That Louisville offense on the road on a Friday was really good. It's hard to stop the, the run, but I think – the NC State offense, you know, Miami offense, Georgia Tech offense, Louisiana is going to drop a lot. So we'll, we'll be good. Mm -hmm. See, I, I want to see Armella get some burn and tackle, but I don't I don't want to bench Washington. I feel like – has Washington played any guard this year at all? Um, not 100% sure. I, it's hard for me to pay attention to it all. Um, I didn't go back and watch this game like I usually do. Uh, so I can't really tell you, but I know Washington got a lot of burn this year or a lot of burn this past game there at the tackle position and obviously got smoked on a lot of plays, was was called for a few penalties or so. So um, I know during the game, a lot of people were calling for that, which is probably, you know, the biggest thing is are we going to start seeing, you know, Julian start getting some of these reps at that position since, you know, we are dealing with injuries there on the line. Mm -hmm. I think we'll see our mail is close. I don't want to bench Washington because, like we were kind of talking about earlier, like, you know, he's had a solid first four games and then he just had one really bad game. And I think – I don't know if he was new to left tackle or if he – I think – I feel like he was guard at some point got moved to tackle because of the Robert Scott entry. But don't count, hold me to that. But I think Atkins will probably move some things around throughout the week and find something that works better. 
Or I, I just I just I find it hard to see Washington playing that bad two games in a row. Oh, I mean, yeah. Um Washington yeah, he, is he's a left tackle, but you know, Robert Scott's injury has kind of pushed him into that starting role. Um apparently Scott's been active at practice as well. Um so that would be that would be a huge lift moving forward. Uh if he's able to start, if Robert Scott's able to start this game against NC State and remain healthy throughout it, that'll be great moving forward. Yeah. But um I'm not ready to bench watch yet. Does it again and then, and then you guys start moving. But I think I think practice this week is gonna be a lot of moving pieces on the O line. There's different combinations, figuring out what works well. I think a lot more freshmen are gonna start seeing some burn too. It'll be interesting. Today. I, think, I think it's good because in I think in the off season or right in summer bowl um, we were seeing a lot of different mixes on the offensive line, mm-hmm. right? Like there's nothing we these seeing, guys aren't used to, right? We were seeing a bunch of different guys playing a lot of different positions, even whenever, um, excuse me, um, uh, Caden Wiles went down the, the center, and then you know, Mo Smith comes in and he's having to be the guy, and then uh, and then Smith gets hurt, and then we're having to try different guys out at the center position right before we, we go in and, and play as LSU, so um. It's good. I think having that amount of time and practice at different positions helps well um, for when things happen, such as injuries, to where guys needed to be moved around on the offensive line. So, yeah, I agree, Ben. Um, I agree. I think we'll see a, a different mixture of guys. We're going to see what works, and we'll probably ride with it. I am begging for this. If, if Scott plays Friday, I feel very, very confident that we will be able to stop on that D-line. But, I mean – is there really any much else we need to cover? I mean, that offense. I mean, aside from Thompson on the slot for NC State, they don't really have many weapons. I think our defense is going to play a lot better against that. I mean, I, I like. I feel like maybe I'm just being trying to talk myself out of depression from the Wake Forest loss. <laughs> but I just I feel like even with the home environment, we can get a little points, shut them up early. And I like mm-hmm. us, you know. I, I got us twenty four twenty, you know, a little bit above their point per game average against Power Five, but I think. Get a good little twenty-four points. Yeah, like you said. NC- I would. Uh, yeah, I would. I would say you're probably right around there. I I could see our offense doing a little more than twenty-four points. Um, just with sure, them, so. them having injuries and then one of their guys being out as well. It'll be interesting. Their D line is pretty good. Um, linebackers kind of average too. Um, but then you look at when we played LSU and we were, excuse me, we were able to hold LSU uh, pretty much, you know, by the wayside. Like I, I, we held them in check pretty, pretty well. So um, I I expect much of the same here. Uh, NC State's got a better defensive line than LSU, but not as good as linebackers as LSU had. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens if the offensive line holds up and the defensive line is able to get to the quarterback. There shouldn't be a reason why we don't win this game. But I'll, I'll make my prediction later on on the score. Yeah, I, I got over under set fifty or fifty and a half. So uh, Williams said, "Oh, you already had it." Thirty three twenty eight. I feel like it's a little high scoring. I'll be I'll be a little concerned if we give up twenty eight points in non garbage time, Tennessee State. But I don't really care if we win. I'm not gonna be all like, "Oh man, we should have won by more." I don't, I don't care if it's the <laughs> ugliest win in the world. As long as we if we go to NC State and shut those losers up, make me happy, make me smile. Yeah, maybe get a little, maybe get game day down there for Clemson. Uh, for Clemson, 
Yeah, I'll be I there. Mean, if we if we win this game, and which Clemson should should win their game as well, um, yeah, you know that that college. Game I think it's going Michigan, Penn State, even though, but that's a Fox game, so we don't know. Maybe they'll promote the ESPN and ABC game. Yeah, I, I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. I think they're kind of holding out for it, um, which is why they ended up going to um, where are they going this week? Kansas. I've never been to Kansas. That shit's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably why they're going to Kansas this this week. Um, they've been to Cali since 2015, so I feel like it'd be a good opportunity. Yeah, I mean, they could have gone. Um, I mean, I don't even know where they could have gone this week. Uh, they could have gone to Clemson, I think, right? Well, they had a, they had NC State Clemson last week, so they don't want really to do Clemson again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and it's at Boston College. They don't want to do that. They could have gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. They could have gone Bama A&M, be. but I think they're, yeah. they're going to wait for like – Bama, Georgia, SEC champion. I don't know. Yeah, I got bored and tweeted out my prediction for game day as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I think that's a pretty good synopsis of uh, you know what to expect, which is pretty much the obvious that we've been talking about since the beginning of the season. As long as the offensive line holds up and the defensive line can get after the quarterback and stop the run, we win games. Yeah, we win lines games. only three and a half, so you know there it's not. Saying much, I think the neutral site we were a better team, just like all things being equal, crowd wise, mm-hmm. we're a better team. But we will find out Saturday, it's gonna be a slow week waiting to see how we respond. But nothing's gonna be slower than that 10 day wait from LSU to Louisville. Just yeah. waiting, to see. that was so that was awful. Absolutely. But with that said, we can go over the slow score predictions later. We will go into where's a little thing our favorite segment. Degenerates Anonymous. Now, before Thomas comes in here and tooting his little fucking horn about going 4-0 last week, <laughs> I'm the one. I'm the one that made $94 and $30 on parlays. I hit two good parlays. Why didn't you pick them then? I did, with real money. <laughs> with real money. Not on believe the show. yourself, man. Go both. Podcast picks. Hmm? Hey, I, I believed it myself. I, I just I went balls to the wall with straight money line picks next week, trying to get myself in a better position and get plus two. So I guess I kind of came away this week with an even uh an even record, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're uh you are you were five and seven, so now you're six. Now you're seven and eight. I would be Seven and eight, and Thomas is just kicking her ass. What's Thomas? Thomas is eleven and eleven and six. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, just we, like I said, I mean, I was getting smoked early. Just one good week is all it takes. You had a good week, we didn't. Mm-hmm. But um, anywho, I guess I'll get us started. Actually, Thomas, why don't you get us started? Since you're since you're so good at this, why don't you get us started? Okay. Well, let me give. I gotta pick my lock of the week. Okay. The first one, Utah, UCLA over 65. I did a little research. Both those teams have scored, I believe, over 30 in every game they've played. Ben and I watched the UCLA game last weekend, and we saw the UCLA quarterback, I think, have a 48-inch vertical when he hurdled a man. (laughs) Pac-12 defense is not real. So (laughs) – well, Cam Rising is a scrub, but Utah doesn't have a quarterback. Utah's a quarterback away from smoking Florida. 
They could have had me at quarterback and we probably beat Florida. Oh my god. I don't know what your hate is for Cam Rising. He is because not because he that lost bad. me money in the Florida game and made me look like an idiot on the street. I mean he's not a good quarterback. Dude, Cam Rising will be QB four at Florida State. He would be behind <laughs> Travis, Rodmaker, and Duffy. Hell, he'd probably be five behind Gino fucking who's Gino? English. Gino, English. Gino English. He'd probably be QB five. That kid, I no, he owes me. I want my five dollars back from that bet, ten dollars back from that bet, and the five he's gonna lose me when they don't win the natty. So he owes me fifteen dollars. I love that, that Ben. I, I, I love that Ben stressing ten bucks. <laughs> oh man, that's what I'm saying. Hey, you. I don't want to hear shit about money from you, Mister. All right. Uh, I like that. I, I think that's a good pick. It's probably pretty safe considering both those teams do score a lot. In, like, I don't like pack, it. Like pack I said, 12 I doesn't, like doesn't score a whole lot of points. And Utah allowed, what, 20-something to Florida. If you yeah. allow 20-something points to Florida, you know, you're probably going to allow, allow that to UCLA, who is a much better offensive team. I I think it goes under. I think UCLA wins 64 nothing, And <laughs> the under hits. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll go next. Um, my first pick of the night is going to be uh, tomorrow night's game, which is going to be UCF versus SMU. Boo. I've got, Boo. <laughs> I've, got uh, I've got the Knights taking this one. Uh, I have them covering minus three. Um, I There's news that came out. I don't know if it was, it was over sometime over the weekend um, that some SMU players are thinking about sitting out the rest of the season for whatever reason i don't know if it's to preserve their draft stock or what what it might be but um there's some interesting things going on over there i don't know if anybody everybody's all bought in they look like a hot team to pick at the beginning of the season when they kind of took off but um have kind of come back down to earth uh ucf had that one bad game against louisville but they're back on track now uh i like and i'm gonna go back to it uh bounce house at night um never never yeah, really, really to, worked out last time we bet it yeah i know it didn't really work out last time but i mean louisville is a better team than smu um let's not get that i mean wrong. did we watch so, the boston college game did we see the score of that yes we did but smu still not louisville they don't have a malik cunningham okay malik cunningham can make can make magic happen i, I don't even know who smu's quarterback is uh oh mordecai um so i don't know It'll be different. This guy's more of a pocket passer. He's already thrown five picks on the season, so one for pretty much every game. So expect a turnover here in the UCF game as well. Uh, I think UCF, they just have a better defense here. They only allow uh, just under two scores a game to their opponents uh, on average. So that looks very good for them in trying to stop an SMU offense that puts up just under 40 points. Um, so I think, they'll, I think they'll cover that three. Being at home, they're going to get that three points. If you can get it, drop down to that minus two and a half. So if they win by a field goal, even better. But I'll go ahead and take the push if it, if you know push comes to shove there. So um, well, bounce house, SMU's bounce winning. house night, huh? SMU's winning. So Gus Malzahn's a loser, and John Reese Plumley couldn't hit a barn with a rock or whatever. Couldn't it water fell off a boat. <laughs> all you all you have to do is have John Reese Plumley run the ball. Okay, that's it. Just have him run the ball, and he's fine. Then wait, uh, what what is the expression? I'm sorry. She <laughs> couldn't hit the outside of a barn with a rock. That's what I said. I don't think that's not it. <laughs> it's, I mean, he couldn't hit a barn. Yeah, I said he couldn't hit a barn with a rock, and I meant to say he couldn't hit <laughs> water if he fell off a boat. Jeez. Yeah, I messed up. Anyways, my first pick, 
I'm gonna ride with them. They they have they have not failed me all year. I'm going to go with Washington State plus 13 at USC. I don't need any other explanation except for the fact that Washington State is a squad of ball knowers and they cover. They are four one and zero at the spread this year, and that will continue. Yeah, but they're going into the Coliseum, bro. I don't give a shit about the Coliseum. We'll see. I don't give a shit about none of that. I don't give. I, I don't think this care. is going to be like a twenty-eight point game, and Vince going to be just sitting here super angry late at night. Here's <laughs> <laughs> five dollars. You know, Washington. They 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 don't play to win. They play to cover. They are a good football program. Look, USC is the real deal. So USC struggled with Oregon State's backup quarterback. I don't want to hear shit. Oh, okay. Every team was a bad game. Yeah. That's Doesn't true. matter on if you come away with a win or not. No, I would just – I'm just riding them till, I, till the wheels fall off. I'm probably going to pick it every year. They're two, they're two for two, aren't you, with them? Yep. I would have done fair. Kansas this week, but they, I don't like that game. game yeah, I don't like that game me. at all. There's too yeah. much – I forgot about North Carolina and Miami. I may have to go change a pick. But – I almost took that one, not going to lie. I almost took North Carolina. Feel, like, what does Vegas that. know? That's what I, I was like, what is? Vegas Yeah, but know? I just feel like – there's going to be a game Miami comes out, right? There's going to be one of those games Miami's just going to come out and ball. And I feel they have like too much talent to be this bad. I Mario like Cristobal is a bum. You don't know how to coach. I feel like it could be this week just because North Carolina's defense is so sus. We'll see. But Drake May, after seeing what the middle Tennessee wide receivers and quarterback did, I feel like they could just go up top every play and score almost every play. But we'll see. Thomas, what's your next pick? Uh, Tennessee minus three over LSU. I know it's in Baton Rouge, but it's an 11 a.m. kickoff. Also, I stand by the statement. Auburn outplayed LSU this weekend. We should have won. Brian Harson should not be coaching church league flag football for six-year-olds. <laughs> I don't know why you have your – inside the 15, have a wide receiver throw the ball. No no pray before play for, uh, for Harson. No, gone. I hope Harson <laughs> tears his ACL walking out of the office the last time. I hate that guy. I hope his he, knee just buckles. He just doesn't know ball. We They had five yards in the second half. Pass like, our offense is terrible. The Tennessee offense is going to obliterate that team, that LSU defense. Well, what about they the are good. You know what? Moore is going to timeout. <laughs> I feel like you do that like <laughs> like once every other week. You oh, use her in timeout. Moore. <laughs> and now he's in timeout. He's a blocker for five minutes. We do not need that. Also, I'd like to just say more. You do not know ball. Well, I already <laughs> blocked. I already blocked him. <laughs> oh man! I told him to tell more that he's just a not a ball knower because it pisses him off. He doesn't know ball. <laughs> right, but I think, like I said, in all seriousness, that Tennessee offense is too good to only win by three. And that's really scary at night at 11 a.m. All the students are going to be probably hungover from the night before. Brian Kelly is – I don't really know what that man's doing over there, but – like I'm on the flip side of that one. I, I would take LSU money line. Um, they're kind of going up. Tennessee is kind of, you know, meddling around a little bit. You know, a, a tough game against Florida. And even though their offense is legit and everything, they, they have shown cracks here and there. So, if uh, – I mean, you have one team going like this and then another team going like this on a trajectory. At some point, they're going to meet. And I think this could be a game where that does happen. It wouldn't shock me if Tennessee covers this at all, but I would just put my money on LSU just because of the, their trajectory right now. Non-ball knower. 
Well, I mean, that's a fair point, but just like what I saw this weekend in action in the stadium, that LSU team is horrendous. They made Auburn look like a capable team. That's yeah, but that's probably that's that probably Auburn's like big game until Brian Harson's gone. So yeah. The atmosphere was nice. So the LSU fans behind me, they stunk. I, I really wanted to talk shit to them, but we decided not to score after we went up 17 nothing. We didn't want to score a single point. Not a single point. Not a single point. Um, my next pick, I am going to the Washington Arizona State game, and I'm gonna take the Washington Huskies by 14 points here. Um, Arizona State is freaking terrible. Um, they've got their own issues, obviously firing Herm Edwards at the beginning of the season. And um I'm running uh the the Pennick train. So uh I, I am gonna ride him. Dude has 16 touchdowns already. He's absolutely balling, almost two thousand yards. It's only three picks. Uh, a great transfer that they were able to grab there. He has been absolutely showing out. And the fact that they average almost 42 points a game and Arizona State only scores about 23 points a game just kind of solidifies that for me. Um you can out just outscore them. Um that's all you gotta do. Just pretty much score, excuse me, every possession, which I, I feel like they will. Um, they've played better opponents than Arizona State. So I, I think this is a uh, a bounce back game for them after they only lost by eight points to, to UCLA last week. I think it's kind of a bounce back game for them. And I, I like them here uh, by two scores for sure. I like that pick. Let's go. And Arizona State is terrible. Like, like you said, I think Washington's going to have a bounce back game. So I think that's a good pick. My next pick was also Tennessee minus three. Hampton oh, Hooker. brother. Well, now, it's not, now, it's not, now it's not happening. <laughs> Hendon Hooker is good. It's going to be a shootout. I also like the over. But like Thomas said, 11 a.m. in Death Valley does not move me. I'm sure all the Tennessee fans are happy. And I just think they're a better team. So I would have we take a push. But I feel like Tennessee should run away with it. Although, I don't know. Their defense kind of sucks. Actually, it doesn't just kind of suck. It does. It outright sucks. But they can they can move the ball very well. So I like that. All right. So my last pick, my last pick, lock of the week, Bama minus twenty four over A and M. Bryce Young did all that. Did all that talking. Did Bryce Young over the season, and they are terrible. So Bryce Young is, out. is going to destroy with or without Bryce Young. It does not matter. General Booty. Isn't that their backup? That's Oklahoma's. That's yeah, Oklahoma's. Okay, wrong one. Wrong one. Jalen yeah, Norman. I don't know. I don't yeah, like it. Bama's, like backup, Bama's backup didn't do too too uh, bad last week. So he took a seventy-seven yard run, but their their offensive coordinator after the game said, "Yeah, we don't trust him to throw outside the hashes." So that's not something you want to hear. I just don't think it's going to matter. Like excellent Tyson did so much talking last year afterwards. Like that, other team's going to be fired up. To play them, and it's I think it's it's the late it's the later game, right? And it's yeah, CBS. Yep, I don't know. I yeah, like the under. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I stayed away from it. Um, it's just not a game I really want to bet. Twenty four is just a bit too high. If it was at seventeen, I'd feel way more comfortable. Um, way more comfortable taking that because I think they could win by three scores for sure. Um, it's at Alabama, right? So uh, I mean. Brian Denny's gonna be fucking rocking at night. So, you know, and you know, their fans and their students are gonna show up because of all that talk you're talking about. 
uh, Thomas. So it's just, it's definitely plausible to hit. I wouldn't call it a lock, but I, I don't mind it. That hook's going to get you. I feel like they're going by 24 and you're going to lose by 0.5. Maybe. I just don't think AM is going to score many touchdowns. I think they're going to be traded touchdowns with field goals and it's going to be like a 42, like 17. I don't know if, what that math is, but hopefully that's, enough. That's a big score. <laughs> um, yeah, my uh, last pick, and I'm not going to call it my lock. I think my last one was my lock. The Washington game is probably my lock. But um, I'm going to take the Knolls uh, on the money line here. We are three-and-a-half-point dogs in this one to NC State. Uh, I think we're the better team, ultimately, uh, even though it doesn't say that in the polls or anything like that. But we are the better team, if you look at it, if you've been watching both teams. Florida State's a better team, better offense, better defense. It's just a matter of putting it all together for us, being able to get after the quarterback, making sure we have an, a healthy offensive line, limiting our our penalties, which kind of killed us last game as well. We're playing a normal offense. We're not playing a mesh scheme like we were playing against Wake, um, and we still made that a game. So I think we'll be able to handle, you know, Devin Leary and his one wide receiver in Thompson. So uh, that that should bode well for us. And then the offense should get back on track. Jordan Jordan's going to be more accurate. He's got the knee brace off. Um, so yeah, I like us on the money line. It's going to be a, a tough environment to go into and play, which we typically do not play well at NC state at night, but I think we overcome that. We probably end up win- winning by a, a touchdown or so. Bump. That, that's my third pick too. You, you, you know, ball simple as that, you know, ball. Um, sorry. <laughs> for state loss. If Ben's picking it. Actually, every time I pick them on the podcast or put money on us to cover a spread, we are undefeated this year. Put money on that. That's the opposite of last year. Every time you put money on us, we'd lose. I took a, I didn't touch the Duquesne game. We didn't cover. I took FSU money line in my account over LSU. We won. I took us with the points against Louisville. We won. I took us with the points against Boston College. We won. I didn't touch the Wake Forest game. We lost. I mean, I'm sensing a trend here. So I'm going to go FSU money line. Actually, I'm going to, well, I feel like, sh- sh- no, I'll go FSU money line. I'll take, the, I'll go there. Yeah, because I feel like we're going to win. It's going to be an interesting game for sure. I do think having NC State play Clemson last week is going to benefit Florida State. That's a pretty brutal schedule, to be honest. Dude, speaking yeah. of brutal schedules, I cannot wait for Syracuse to start 5-0 and and end up fucking 6-6. Six and six. They stink. Have you all seen their running back on Twitter? Sean no. Tucker, yeah, he does it for his grandparents. Oh. What was what? it? Every game he'll put like he'll list out his stats and be like I was very pleased with this performance and the team's win. He's like, I know we didn't win, but I was pleased with my performance of 239 yards and two touchdowns. I think yeah. that's what Thomas, said. why are you hating on that, dude? No, I just didn't know why he did. I've never seen a player do that. <laughs> I also feel like a dickhead now because I wasn't gonna make fun of it. <laughs> no, um, I kind of want to it. This is my time to get back on track, boys. If I if I hit all these, that'll be a, a solid four points onto my record. I'll be right up there with Thomas. So I need these. There's only one. There's only one person on the podcast who hasn't had a perfect week. Even though mine was a little bit Mickey Mouse, but it still counts. That's right. I haven't had a perfect week, but you and I still have the same record. So ah, that's fair. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. Yeah, we also we all, me and Thomas after he wanted to bitch and moan about me changing my pick Friday night at eleven fifty p.m. If you want to change your pick, you can do it. 
before the Thursday night games. What if I want to pick Maction on Tuesdays? Yeah, when does that start? I don't know, but I need it. Let's start picking it the week before. Yeah, because then we can just I can just pick overs for every exactly. All right, well, I think that's all we got, fellas, for tonight. Fucking C State. Wait, I need to get my score prediction for the Florida State game. Okay, okay. Very true, very true. 20, no, 31-23, the Knowles. You know ball. You know ball. That's what I I was going to go with because I didn't give mine either. I was going to go 33-24. to You don't know ball. You don't, Knowles, you don't know ball. Knowles, obviously. You don't know ball. How? Yeah, no. What's yours? 24-20. That's 24. so – not 24. enough points. Yeah, not enough points. Take the under. Trust the under. 